in the warp's abyss where shadows breed. Legions rise, fueled by chaos need. Primarchs clash in a war defined. Galactic empire on the edge of decline. In the grip of heresy, chaos decree. Know your place, you can't beat me. Primarch against Primarch, brother to brother. In the realm of chaos, there's no other. A galaxy aflame in the grip of despair. In the heretic's gaze, you can't compare. Legions clash in this cosmic spree. Bow to the king, you can't beat me. All right, there we go. And we're back. Uh, the Iron Cage podcast. This is episode 32. I'm your host, James, by default. Uh, that's not like that's not my last name. I. I'm, I'm because nobody else wanted to do it. I'm, I'm the guy who does the hosting. That's what I mean. Um, like a weird English place name. I'm James by default. Um, that's yeah, that's actually pretty good. I, I, like, I do like. Yeah, you got those. You got those English places that are like something on Kent or something like that. Yeah, like uh, or like um, Staffordshire on sea. Yeah, so it's not actually uh, on the sea though. Just it's, means it's, it's his gangster. It's his gangster name. Instead of like Mickey Blue Eyes, it's just James by default. Like what? What kind of what night? <laughs> what, what Eric gangster are you talking about? Where there's a guy called Mickey Blue Eyes? It sounds like um, it's like 1950s yeah. American mobsters. But yes, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Mickey Blue Eyes and Jimmy Two Legs. You want to know the story behind Jimmy Two Legs and how he got his name? Because he got two legs. God damn it! What what is this? No more than that joke. <laughs> All right, so I got Ben with me. I got Craig. Hey yo! No, that's hey. that's Ben again. Craig. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Oh man, I should. <laughs> He's allergic to our names. Yes. I should I should not try eating while I do this podcast intro. Holy shit! I'm I'm sorry. I want to apologize. I'm edited this bit out, but I but I no, will leave, leave leave it in. Don't be a coward. Oh yeah, breathe the air, um, swallow the food, not the other way around. So, what you might notice at this point is that unfortunately, Maddie has been imprisoned once again. Um, he's been taken hostage by Kim Jong Un. Is that the one who's in charge right now? Yep. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Uh, hopefully like that that might that might day the podcast you never know um anyway so manny's been imprisoned by him uh, he uh, was taking a is he imprisoned or is he in exile for losing against me oh um i as the commission you get to choose that storyline well he um, is a he's a punk bitch so he probably is fleeing the country maybe okay. he's been imprisoned while he's in exile um and um, and while he's while he's in exile uh he he um, he basically needs everybody to pay a ransom, sort of, to him for him. Yeah. Well, what true. are we calling this? A ransom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that um, so so that he can re-enter and play Heresy again. So um, the Iron Cage podcast is going to launch a store, um, hopefully with Redbubble, if they approve the horrible uh, ideas that I have. Um, and uh, it's it's all like it might be human generated, so like they all like human uh, red. So like I might have to move to a different provider. But anyway, um. Uh, and and Manny wants you to know that to to break Manny out or like to to help Manny flee the country and help Manny to um uh, pay this ransom that Manny has, we have a Maname T-shirt that we've been working on, um and um we're we're gonna start selling it and 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 some of the profits are gonna go to Manny, I think. Um, if we if we if we sell enough to actually make any money, I think you have to make like twenty bucks before they actually write, like write your check, and I don't think we're gonna hit that. So um 
Is but yeah, prove me wrong. Is it a ransom or a political donation? Um, but we could just start a GoFundMe for it. You guys, you, I, I, I probably should have run this story by you guys as the writers before I started on this journey. Hey, I, no, I, I, I did, I did say it was a better idea if I just sprung this on them. Um, I, it, it wasn't. You um, realize, you realize that people listen, uh, listen to us for this content, not for our inaccurate, wrong, heresy. Uh, musings do it first I, don't ask for permission ask for forgiveness later yeah all right. that always um, works look at american politicians they can say whatever they want and then they just get away with it i like now that my parent company is an american company i yo i don't want to like i don't want to even get anywhere near american politics holy shit okay okay, That's okay. politicians politicians will strike the american part it's just politicians in general i think that's more accurate i i don't think we can trust them their sunday night is our monday morning I don't. I can't trust them. It's because they live in the past, man. Yes, exactly. It's it. They're, they're, it's crazy. I can't. I, I can't uh, trust that. It's like you guys have. You guys don't even know what Monday's gonna be like. Monday's fucking horrible. Smoke everywhere. It sucks. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, so, uh, Manny, what you been doing? Nothing. Cause he's yeah, in exile. Right. Yeah, nerd. Um. Craig, his um, name is Craig. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I think I've got one for him. I, why don't you teach yourself to learn to play? Oh, is that? Yeah, no, I, I. Yeah, you, you got nothing, man. Like, he, yeah, he's burning you back to, by not responding to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, it's it is last week before Christmas, so like, yo, this this is coming I, at you quite um quite wounded tonight, I think. I mean, I guess um, you are a dad, so you do get to pull out the dad jokes, so you're forgiven. Yeah. Yep, um, that's Dad right. Jokes from the fatherland. Oh uh, no, uh, we just <laughs> thank you, comrade Craig. What have you been up to, Craig? Communist. Uh, I've been assembling my as assembling as you do for legions imperialist stuff. Uh, gluing so the turrets on. I've yeah, I've been gluing turrets on and gluing missile launchers on space marines, um, and dreadnoughts together. So that's been fun. And yeah, they're two part models, aren't those little missile launchers? Yeah, they are. Uh, like the, the actual split's not bad. It's like their right shoulder, like it's like their shoulder, so it's, and uh, to their hand holding it. So it's not a bad position, but there's no lock on it. So it just kind of slides around. There's no like no socket for it to slot, slot into. So you just got to put it in the right position with glue. But yeah, it's hard to tell where the position is. It's hard to tell where the position is because the thing's tiny as, and you're trying to glue it together with super glue, and you've got it all over your fingers already from the last, uh, last three. I want, yeah, why are you using I, super I, glue? I, because it's the superior glue. I will die in this hell. You'll die are stuck you, to your own fingers. Yes. Are you the bastard that I bought those um those super glued up uh tanks from at at Moab? Was that you? No, because I'm far better at super gluing than whoever that was. That was fucking horrible. I shame on you, that person. Like the, um, the, the, the trick to it is not using a whole tube of super glue every time you glue something, and using you, and using the gel super glue, not the li liquid stuff. Have you at least got the super glue with the little brush on it? No, I use the Loctite gel stuff. Oh, I buy this super glue from Coles. It's like a little bottle, and it comes with a little brush in yeah. the cap 
and it's um it's real good real convenient oh I don't think I don't think the uh, the Hornsby Coles nor the Thornley or East Thornley one have it. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, not all of them have it. Uh, but the bottle comes half full, so I buy two bottles and then like empty one bottle into the other one. Yeah, see, that's... Why? Why don't you just have one that hasn't dried out for twice the t- length of time? Because I, I always forget to put the caps back on, and then my super glue is like, um. Yeah, like my super glue just uh, goes all like it, like this one, for example, like it's got all like the white sort of, uh, you know, that super glue frosting effect. Yeah, it's yeah. got that all up and down the thing because I've like forgotten to leave the like put the lid on and shit like that, and I've knocked it over because I'm an idiot. So fun right. fact, you can avoid that with a lot of stuff if you have a little fan. The frosting, not the drying yeah. of the glue. Yeah, like the fr- so if you want to glue something, uh, glue something down, and with super glue and not have it frost. Because whatever it is can't be painted or whatever. If you have like a USB fan to blow the fumes away, it actually stops that. Oh, interesting. Huh. Um, I've got some stuff that's glued on acrylic bases, but uh, clear acrylic bases I did ages ago that I discovered that while doing that. Did yeah, you say so clear know... base? Yes. Was this a MechWarrior thing, Craig? No, it was an Infinity thing. Oh, that's okay then. I, like let's let's not get into that game next year. I already That's got fine. out of that game. Good. So, hey, right. And 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 four's not too bad, but it's it's a lot of rules to remember. It's not quite as spreadsheet the game as BattleTech, but it can be. I I hadn't. Do, are you are you leading into my BattleTech stuff that I printed recently and started painting? No, your Battletech oh, stuff no. is fine. No, no, no. Battletech Classic is like directly referred to as Spreadsheets the Game. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. It, there's more charts than artwork in the book. Yeah. Well, there's, like, no, is there any artwork? There's like pictures of painted models that are terrible. See, there, yeah, there's, uh, there is some, but it's all that line artwork. Um, yeah, that is really 80s, but I, can't I remember that. Okay, so the original books, I think, only have the line artwork. I believe yep. the current edition of Total Warfare, yep. which I have to get up and go and find, uh, has full artwork in it. Yeah. All right, James, you uh, have you played Classic Battletech? I, 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 I don't even know what that is. Like I. Okay, so there's normal Battletech which is just the normal rules, which haven't changed in 50 years, um, despite the fact that they should have been changed 40 years ago. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of like easy to play versions. Um, Alpha Strike being the, like the latest one. Uh, say oh, you're yeah, playing I've heard about Alpha Strike yeah. from Craig. Yeah. So say you're playing classic Battletech, the normal one, you're yep. running your mech down a street and you, you do a turn to go like around a building. Uh, how many charts do you have to look up for that? No, I don't have to look up a chart to... Oh, fuck me. No, at um, least half a dozen. Oh, because you can have to fucking do the angular oh, motion, God. aren't you? Like the Newtonian physics of like, hey, you want to slow down oh, and no. turn, but the mech is going to kind of drift out to the side. and Oh, uh, kind of. Already, they've already done the maths on that because it's all hex-based. So yeah, so you, you look up the, ter- the, the chart for the terrain you're running on, the speed you're going at, uh, the, and... 
uh, and there's something else. Oh, the weather, I think it is. Yeah, so you need is this, to. Is, it, is this game? Does this have a single fucking model in this game? Is that like, and 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 you both try and control this mech at the same time? Because that no, no, sounds no. like it's, the it's entire. Oh my god! You um. So you need to know like the speed of your mech. That's not really a chart. You should just know it and how many hexes you can move if you're moving or running. But if you are running on a street that is slippery compared to running on dirt. So if you are running and you go a certain speed and you turn on asphalt, you have a chance of falling down. You need to consult a chart to see if you manage to fall down or not, uh, considering your pilot skill. Uh, if you don't fall down, all is good. If you do fall down, uh, roll on a chart to see which side of the mech falls down under the ground. Uh, roll on some several charts to see where the damage gets allocated to your mech. If the damage goes through the armor, roll on several charts to see where the critical happens. Uh, roll on another chart to see if your pilot takes damage from the fall. Roll on another chart to see if your pilot goes unconscious from the fall. And Congratulations, before, you have now done a turn on a street. Uh, you also have the option of attempting to skid, not just fall over. Yeah. So, which is a whole oh, other set of charts. Yeah. Oh, then did you collide into a building? Here's some more charts for you. If you collide into a mech, there's even more charts. Yes, there's charts for you and the other mech. <laughs> Look, I gotta, I gotta ask this. Like, is the point of Mech Warrior? Is it like, like of the the Mech Warrior like ethos, like the heart and soul of that fighting spirit? Is the entire point of like, hey, we played a game and everybody drove their vehicle safely through the city and nobody had any collisions, nobody opened fire, and it only took us six hours to go like four blocks. That would be more fun than playing a normal game of BattleTech, honestly. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! People don't play BattleTech to have fun. Yeah, cl classic. Why did, I, has... why did I print these mechs then? Like, yeah, the you're gonna have you're no, gonna no, have we, one we, game, but you're gonna have a terrible time. Because the idea is you're not playing classic; you're playing Alpha Strike, which is the far superior and much faster and easier to play game. I've never played Alpha Strike, so I can't comment. I've only played uh, classic. Uh, it Can plays I... very. It's it's sort of like 40k. All right, I think my I, okay. I think I, I think my 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 2024 gags are Craig. I will play you in a game of Alpha Strike, um, just like whatever like is a reasonable size of that game. Ben, you and I can play like maybe like a one mech each person, just like deathmatch game of BattleTech, and we'll see which one takes more time and makes me quit the game faster. You guys have to play. You guys have to play a 400 ton game. Oh, get! I look. I know what it, mech tonnage means. That's four fucking atlas-sized mechs. I'm not doing four assault mechs or like fucking thirty regular mechs that you would use. No. <laughs> oh no, no. The even better part about that is is because tonnage is like the worst way of uh, balancing a game. <laughs> you can just bring the most. It is. Yeah. I'll just bring clan mechs. Yeah, hundred tons. Hundred tons of clan mech is way better than hundred tons of Innisfit. How much does a squad of elementals weigh? Uh, I think they're a ton each. A ton per squad or a ton per elemental? Per elemental, I think. So you can get 100 elementals for one assault mech. Something like that, yeah. My money's probably Actually, on the you know what? You, you know what, Ben? You know what? Like, let's do that. I'll be the. I'll be. I'll be the. Um, the assault right, mech with a, just like a baseball bat or like an axe. Um, you know, a berserker. I'll be yeah. a berserker, and you can be a hundred uh, elementals, and we'll see who wins. So there's all the charts, and like two thirds of the book is mech stuff. 
but there's also ground vehicles. Uh, so, like, do they have wheels? Do they have treads? Are they a hover vehicle? Are they a boat? Are they a wing, like, ground effect uh, vehicle? Are they a proper plane? Are they a helicopter? Are they a plane that can go into a into space? Are they a spaceship? Are they a big drop pod? All these different vehicle types have their own like huge section. Are they the? Oh, what do they call the transformer ones? Uh, yeah, do they transform they... from like jets to ground uh, craft? Because lamp, lamp. Yeah, because yeah, at yeah. at some point they were using mechs from that anime. I can't remember. They had like the trans um, Robotech. Had like the transforming. Oh my jet god! Craft. Yeah, they, for some they, reason from they had, Yeah, like for some reason they had some of them in the game, which is like questionable. Um, like, like, like um, like oh, yeah, they're all real. They're all or... real shoddy though. They're, oh yeah, like, they're, they're so bad. Some of them kill their pilots when they transform. Fun fact. Um, I. Why? Like, why is that in this? Why is that in this universe? Why? Why were they like, hey, you know what? You know, it'd be really cool if we made ones that transform, okay. and the the guy dies. I, I think. What that, the fuck I does think... it do then? It's just a fucking plane that has no dune in it. What the fuck? Why would you make that? You idiots. Okay, so so you look at like thirty k, forty k as like the end result of humanity developing for like thousands, of, like tens of thousands of years, right? BattleTech is basically what happened. If we continue doing what we're doing, and then we nuke ourselves into the Stone Age once we achieve, uh, like a minimal amount of into the starsness, and we just never get over killing each other, and there's nothing else to stop us from killing each other. So that's what Manny's. Uh, that's what Craig's been up to this week for hobby. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, James? Um, I, for some reason, I got tricked into doing Battletech stuff as well. Um, I, 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 apparently, I'm going to play you guys in a game of each of your systems and see which one's best. Um, we'll be out of stride. I, I have also, um, here's just a, like a handful of uh, breaches that I've been, it's, I, I picked them up by the, the model instead of the bases. Here's a, like, I got a handful of breaches that I've been painting. I, I got 40 in front of me here. Um, Breacher Company 2024. I, like, I, I've got most of no, I'm I'm going to use the same technique so they fit in with the rest of my fucking other imperial fists. I'm not going to dip them. Um, I will dip something. Maybe I'll dip the sisters. Uh, also here. Uh, just hold up a second. I might cut my audio out in this joke. Um, I have like a aside from the two weird glue sticking out. I got like a whole thing of um, sisters of silence. Uh, this is the the pursuer cadres. Uh, Sorry, Carders, or however Manny said it last episode. I'm I'm still trying to figure out. Um, Cadres. Yeah, that's well. That's how I say it. Um, uh, but the so I, they, these are the ones that have the the cyber caimans. Eventually, when I print them. Um, but yeah, like so I've I've got all of the bodies printed. I'm going to do the rest of it now. So like the arms, weapons, and stuff. And I was going to say, fuck, whoever whoever thought it was a really good idea to be like, hey, look, every single model in our game. Well, every single model, we're going to set a precedent here where you have a model with two arms, which is already hard, right? And then we're going to have a third piece that you have to put on at the same time, which is the fucking bolt gun. Because um, it's just, it's carried through into so many people's design mentality. And so I've got a bunch of sisters with like, where the 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 arm and the, the gun that I'm, I'm giving them, in this case, it's Nemesis Bolters, because I've got three squads of um, subjugators or whatever they're called that I'm, I'm working on. 
where they've got like a one hand, two hand, and then the the nemesis bolter in there. And um, I'm I'm mad about like I I, I just fumbled with super glue so much because it's resin. It's just fucking impossible to do, and I hate it. And I'm mad about it. And I want everybody else to suffer along with me. Have this you, is why um, they need to socket stuff with like using spikes or something. I'm I'm just gonna do that myself in the thing. So I'm gonna print it as a single piece, and I'm just gonna like just the two arms and the the gun all in one piece, and just fucking glue it straight on. Just slide it on, and it'll be the right size, and the glue will just hold the arms there on. It's just one piece. You uh you don't know what to do when your models don't have the like the GI Joe Kung Fu grip pose. I'm so mad at this. I'm, uh, I'm so mad that I won't get a chance to take the crown off you before Christmas and before New Year's because Maddie is is the guy with the the the, the headband. We need a way of like cutting the head off the headband guy if he's going to be doing family things. I got to say. So, um, have you got any green stuff? I don't want to do that. What? I got a hundred sisters to do. I got like a hundred and forty sisters, uh, not including jet bikes. Maybe one hundred and seventy sisters to do. I won't run all of them. I won't paint all of them. But I'm going to paint the jet bikes and some of the other bits. Um, I don't have time to be glurine stuff and arms on, and uh, it's just not my style anymore. It's just a tip for people at home. Uh, if you're using super glue and resin models and you're finding it hard with not being able to move the parts while working on it. Put a tiny bit of green stuff in between the the join, like super glue on one side, super glue on the other side. Tiny bit of ball of green stuff in between. Press it together. Join is much stronger and slightly flexible for a while as you work on it. That is my tip for the week. I have never tried that. Yeah, it's really good. And if it does break off for whatever reason, uh, the green stuff that has now been smushed into a like a very thin. Um, slide will still be attached to one side so when you go to glue the other piece back on it is all perfect surface area and like it's super strong Um, yeah so that is my tip for the week which I assume everyone at home already knew except for James there you go he's not at home I what are you doing I'm I'm messing around with the light I gotta be (laughs) honest with you sorry um I, I definitely need to cut this bit out. They don't need to know that we have lights. Um, or that you can see my background and you see like me just being an idiot. Um, Look, I don't know about you, but I, I podcast from my spare room where I have lights. Multiple lights. So it's nice and bright in here. No one at home is even seeing us. Yeah, exactly. Not yet. Next year we Not definitely yet, will. At some point. Yeah, um, if people buy enough of the Madame A t-shirts, I think. Yeah, we'll get a YouTube channel and stream on it. <laughs> but you'll only be able to see Manny, unfortunately. We, we, need, um, we need to start a GoFundMe so we can buy, buy webcams to do it. Put spy cams in Manny's house. Stream Manny. Mm. I, I don't. I don't know if I can. I don't. I don't think I fucking. I can get behind that one. Nah. Nah. You can use AI to digitally like put the Manime hoodie like on him at all times. Oh, so like a like an ARG thing, like an altered yeah. reality. So yeah. yeah. God damn, that's weird. That's 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 a little weird. Um, all right, uh, moving along. Uh, I'll, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, the last thing I, I got a bunch of speed paints that I have not had a chance to try out, but they arrived, um, and I'm going to use them hopefully, maybe to paint the sisters, um, or maybe they'll be for another project that I've got this year. Probably getting some imperial 
uh, and by this year I mean 2024, um, uh, Legion's Imperialis stuff. Um, but yeah. I, have, I haven't even started on that yet. Well, that's what we're talking about this episode. Legion Imperialis, Ooh. finally. Do you want to give us a hobby update and then... Yes, uh, Legion Imperialis. I've been printing some of it. Uh, not painting any of it, because painting is for losers. Uh, also, it's um, been super hot. Did you... Uh, do, we, we've already said to everybody, like, hey, don't listen to the 3D painting dweebs that have been, like, dissing the MK6 stuff. Like, you can't see the, the thing unless you're really looking for it, and it doesn't affect the aesthetic of the game. Uh, the thing you're talking about, about is the weird plastic tabs on the yeah. Space Marine bolt guns when yeah. viewed at a specific angle. Yeah, yes. from, like, upside down, right? Uh, from, like, to the side and okay. from ground level. Which you're not looking at the marines from that angle. Yeah, if you're not looking, yeah. Uh, oh, and you need like a macro lens to really see it. A couple of the axe guys from the Soul Auxilia have the same thing, but it's like it's, it's not even as bad on them as it, as the bolt guns are. So less yeah. noticeable, even. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So yes. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Uh, but I've been printing um, dudes, not uh, using the official models. I've got. Um, I got two box sets worth of Solar Auxilia guys because I traded some Space Marines for some. Uh, so far, Ooh. I've only used the Malkadors from them. So I've got a whole bunch of Sprue sitting next to me full of Solar Auxilia guys. I'm probably not even going to use the infantry. Uh, I need four bases like, of Axe guys. Uh, okay. I need four, ba four bases of Axe guys. I might use the Sentinels and I'll just keep the rest of the infantry for some other use later in the year. Just make your towns for them. Yeah. Just paint them up as Skitari. Yes. Well, no, at some point there will be Skitari models. Hopefully. I'm not Skitari, um, like the proper Mechanicum guys. Yeah, but I don't think that we'll get the Skitari. Uh, not anytime soon. The Titan Guard. Yeah, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll get models for those guys specifically. Yeah, we'll if we do, it won't be for years. We'll get Tech Thralls and Phalax. Which is fine. No. On a, they could do it on a single sprue. Some tech thralls, some thalics, maybe even a thanatar or two on the same sprue. Yeah. Some um, weird other things. Uh, yeah, and I also played a game of Legion Imperialis finally, um, which I'll talk about in a little while. I wish um, you hadn't mentioned. I wish you hadn't mentioned Mechanicum at that scale. Like I, oh my god! Like being able to run custodies. I, I don't care about that. They like the custody stuff. Like it's just like, hey, the the as soon as you get the the Meridian blades, that's the coolest guy in the game. Fuck off, everybody else. Um, but the Mechanicum is like, hey, yo, uh, we got this thing called the what? What's the the Ulator? The Ordinatus Ulator? The the, yep. the 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 one that shoots Sonic the big, that the, the Sonic cannon. We have we have the the the, the dubstep gun. We are Saints Row Four, and we have the fucking dubstep gun. And this is. It's over the top. I I want to play a game where I have like multiples of those. And I mean, like they'll be, I, they'll be super heavy, probably. So yeah, you could. Well, yeah. there's there's a weapon trade in the game called Beam. There's another weapon trade in the game called Heavy Beam. So that could be a Sonic gun. I as I would like to humbly request that we as as we're going through the game, we I, we hear about this heavy beam. Heavy beam cannon. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, yeah, so that's all I've kind of been doing uh, hobby-wise. It's too hot to hobby. I did... Uh, there's some units in the game, the Tarantula Sentry Guns. I've got a whole bunch of the ones with the Hyperius Defense Anti-Air Missiles. I printed out 16 of them. So that should keep the skies very friendly. Oh, yeah, for um, Legions that, that, of Realis. Yeah. yeah. Planes are like the cheapest way of bulking out your uh, detachment deta formations. Yeah, cheap money-wise, expensive points-wise. Yeah, it, it, oh, the, I see. 85 points for the... Oh, 80 points for the cheapest one, I think it is. Yeah. And the was it the Marauders or like a hundred and something? Yeah, they're about the same kind of same kind of price as a Bane Blade. Yeah. And you can just and I think all all, all of the detachments can take formations can take them. Uh can yeah, you can usually take like a detachment or two of planes of some kind or other. Yeah, Thunderbolt is like 80 points for one. Wow, uh, okay. That's probably the cheapest. 80 points, assuming you're not picking the upgraded DACA gun on them. Uh, Marauder Bomber is 85 for one, and you can have up to, I think, six in a detachment. Something like that, yeah. If you really want to bomb something good, which I did today. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been hobby-wise doing. All right, all right. I yeah, goddamn it. I hmm. now I'm really mad about that. I'm 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 gonna be sitting here for the rest of the night thinking like I should start printing. I should start printing Autonatus. Tiny little Thanatars and Castellax. No, I should just start printing Autonatus. You know I don't I don't print from like the the, the cr look. It's not like I, it, you, you can't describe the way I do it from like either the top or the bottom down. What I'm doing is I'm going and deliberately saying, instead of doing all of the right, the 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 difficult parts first. I'm picking the easiest part first. I'm doing it, and then I'm I'm being like, well, now I've done the easy part. I don't want to do the hard part, so I'm just going to move on to another project. Um, I just want to print like a bunch of uh, volcano cannons on wheels and a, a couple I... of um, satellites on wheels and. I had yeah, more of I had four of the volcano guys on wheels next to me. I was trying to find it but, uh, to show you, but I chucked them all out as they what? were the wrong scale slightly. Oh, so I chucked them out. I'll reprint them. And are you, yeah. are you putting those on bases? Um, probably not. They're pretty big. Okay, they're about twice putting... the size lying down. Oh wow! Okay, wow. Oh, I guess they are fucking huge on the table. Like, I remember from our game, yeah. I was looking at it being like, wow, you don't... It's about a Warhound lying down size. Yeah, you don't realize how big it is, and you're like, it, it actually... Like, I think in a lot of games, it's like, hey, this probably won't fit in your deployment zone, right? Like, because it's, it's almost two feet long, right? No, no, it's um, it's about four, 12 or 14 inches long. Okay. I'm not going to uh, go into the other room and measure it, but it's not huge, but... It's a sizable footprint. Okay. Okay. Um, it's starting to sound a bit phallic here. I'm, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Let's let's it's, let's get on to the next. Very topic. sizable. God damn it! It's got a decent girth. What's yours? What's the name of, you've given your one? Uh, your just uh, unit zero point two. God damn it! I'm mad at that. that like that's the anime reference, right? No, uh, not intentionally. It's because um, it's numbered zero two, 
but Unit 2 is red from Evangelion. Uh, oh, and, my, and my Ordinatus is red. And that's unintentional. It's not no, driven I, I... by a bitchy redhead, though. No, what a... You've... We've been watching different animes. I, we have. I, yeah. I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about um, Darling in the Fran or whatever that, that is. That, that does not sound like something I would watch. You should. You should watch with yeah, your partner. I, 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 that, that sounds like it's probably not anime. Some kind of slice of life romantic thing you've been watching? No, nah, it's got robots in it, bro. That that does yeah. not negate my statement. No, like it's it's got robots and you got like a lot of questions. Like it's it's very it's very Japanese. It's incomprehensible. It's all lost in That's, translation. It's Bill that Murray. Could, that could like, still be every No. I'm, I mean, everything the, you've described could be. <laughs> everything you described could be any genre of anime, you realize. Oh, there's robots and weird stuff in it. Cool, you've just described all of anime. But we're not talking about anime. We're talking about no, we're fighting games because fighting games is the, the 2024 theme. Would you like to imagine what percentage of fighting games are anime-based? Yeah. Most of them. Some of them are even good. Yeah. Like Guilty Gear. I... Alright, I... And that's the we, only one. We're going to have to talk about this. Like, We're going we're gonna to have to play some fighting games next year because I, I haven't played fucking ages and I'm still stuck on DOA 3 being the best game of all time for I mean, fighting games wrong. anyway. Yeah, you, you're correct. Um, but yeah. Uh, Guilty Gear is the only good anime fighting game. All right, we're going to get some angry-ass Street Fighter people coming in. Um, I'm going to do you up a... I'll do a, I'll do my. It's been an anime. I'll, I'll see. I've seen that movie. It has it's been. horrible. Um, I'll do you up a like a a, a Ben T-shirt, but like instead of Ken, it's just Ben. And then I'll we'll, we'll get um. I got to figure out a, a Ryu. Who's your Who's your Ryu. Ryu of of your of your story, Ben? Who's Ryu is the Ryu of stories. Okay, so you've you've got a Ryu somewhere as well. That's like he's just you, we haven't met oh, him who, yet. Who's the Ryu of my story? Yeah. Um. Dono? Oh. Okay. Like he looks um, scruffy and homeless and takes things too seriously. God damn. Um, I, I get to be Dan then. Yeah. Like generic. No one pays attention to him. You get Should a pink be missing gig. from most games. <laughs> get a pink gig. Don't get any fireballs or anything. Just be like, hey, I'm what up, I'm Dan. Like Who's Dan? Like who? Who's that? You exactly. can't come in here. This who is, is this is serious. This is a street fighting competition. You're just a guy. Fuck off, Dan. No, like, I'd, oh. I'd be Zubaz. I don't know who the fuck that is. He's a rejected sketch of a fighter that never made it into Street Fighter Two. Okay, that's why I don't know who the fuck that is. Come on, man. Jesus Christ, I'm 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 only so old, man. I and I to be fair, I think Street Fighter sucks. I'm a Mortal Kombat guy. Um. It's definitely got a better story. No, it's it's got a lot of story. It does. Uh, it has a lot, it has a lot of lore. Um. So anyway, let's let's steer it on to the next thing. Uh, that might be the worst thing of uh, 2023, uh, if you're paying attention. What what was our what was our our question for this week, Ben? Question. Uh, simple question. Uh, from the latest FAQ changes and other errata that recently came out. Uh, what was your top one favorite thing and your top one least favorite thing? James, go. Um, 
Oh, James first. All right. I'll put down my popcorn chicken and um, look. Uh, this is in the the um, what what do they call this one? All right, hold up. I've got it in front of me. Uh, this is in the Libra Imperium. This is the worst change. Uh, not just of this this like sort of a uh, bunch of changes. Like this is the worst change GW's ever made. No, since they got rid of the rule about who has the best mustache gets rerolls to hit and wound in AOS. I um, think I think I know what you're gonna say. Page 58, pursue a cadre. Options. Yep, Change yep. the first line of the third bullet point to any pursuer or mistress in the unit may exchange their close combat weapon for and, and the options are, include an execution blade. Caimans, cyber caimans can no longer take execution blades. This is bullshit. Yep. This there, is there, was a loop, there was a loophole and they closed it. Which one of you motherfuckers told them? Which who I I know what it it has to have been somebody who listens to this podcast. Which one of you motherfuckers told them? Just don't to ruin your day. We don't talk to police, man. We don't, it, was Manny. Uh, it was Manny. That's part of why he got exiled, man. Ooh, oh, God damn it! Is he working on the inside? Yeah, not anymore. He's not. Uh, I will have my revenge in this life or the next. Um, best change. Is there a limit on the number of optional detachments I can take in my army? No. Um, they to which they should have had a era? Second Amendment question of, are you fucking sure, you dum-dums? Oh, man, I'm going to get everybody who has a sword that has wrecks in it, and I'm going to take them in an army. I already got the um, the Imperial Fists guy. I already got um, your, your boy Sigismund. I already got uh, his, his pal Raldoron. Um, I'm gonna find some more guys with uh, swords, and I'm I'm just gonna have like the sword guys and just sword boyfriends, and they just show up and just everybody has a sword and you just fight them. Take uh take like a HQ, a librarian, and minimum troops. Uh, say you're playing a three thousand point game, and then for an allied detachment, take a librarian as your HQ and a minimum tact choice times like fifteen. Bring somewhere between fifteen and twenty librarians to a game, or with telepathy. Opponent doesn't get a go. I, I I got a good one for you. Put your money where your mouth is for the siege of terror. Remember the three legions you got to pick to have on your side. Yeah. Pick your boys. You pick the other two dudes. You run that. Um, two allied detachments. See if you actually know what you're talking about, or if you've just made a horrible fucking shit pile of of, of dweebs with no overlapping synergies. Um, it could work. So yeah. those uh, those are your two that you've had picked. Yeah, I I love it. I'm a I'm a take fucking caimans in every game. Like there's Why? there's no reason not to <laughs> at this point. Like I could just take like one dude and a squad of caimans and a oh sorry I've got to take another troop choice. I've got to take um one 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 another twenty uh, guys that I've already painted. So it's just like I might as well take caimans. Just get everybody used to just being like hey. You have to have an answer for these caimans. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, mine, uh, my favorite one uh, was the clarification on the order of things that happen when you uh, come in from the various types of uh, reserve. Like the deep striker or the outflank or the drop pods or anything, they listed, like, numbered what order things happen. Like you come in, you disembark, you trigger interceptor and everything. 
I don't think it's a great change. I think it's great that they just went into so much detail about it, so there was no gray area. I think yeah. that's great that they did something like that because it was pretty complicated. Closing timing out and having uh, an actual list of how it's supposed to go off is yep. actually really good. Even if you don't agree with the order, having an order yep. that's you know specifically stated this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. You yeah, can't they, argue, you can't argue about that. They did it for each one as well, instead of just doing like trying to do a generic one and making more questions. Yeah, that's that's actually unexpected from Games Workshop. Yeah, so that's my favorite change. Uh, my least favorite is also from the Libya Imperium. Uh, when I join my Sisters of Silence medics to my Custodies squads, now they're trash. And <laughs> I probably won't do it anymore. So uh, I usually put my Sisters of Silence medics um, in my Custodies squads, uh, which makes them good because they get a five up, feel no pain. They also get a bunch of negatives, like they have to move slower and they lose skirmish and other things. Uh, but usually the, the benefits outweigh the negatives there. Um, but the sisters have the anathema rule, which is minus one leadership within six or 12 or something. If you're within that distance of them, or if you have one of them in your squad, it is minus two leadership. So the custodians will get minus two leadership and go down to leadership seven because they're stubborn nine. I think it was, or stubborn eight, one of the two. Um, and that was fine because you'd still just use the sister of silences, uh, leadership. Uh, eight or nine or whatever she was because um, her leadership doesn't go down and she has the higher leadership in the squad so why not use hers uh, they changed it so now you can only use an anathema model's leadership if the whole squad has anathema so now she's in the squad she gives a minus two leadership and the custodies go down to stubborn leadership six they're going to get pinned all day and run away all day um, that is not worth the benefits of feel no pain yeah, that is yeah. that is absolutely terrible. Yeah, I can see why they did it, obviously. Um, but yeah, I probably will not put the medics in custodians anymore. They'll just join the sisters squad, which is probably what was intended in the first place. Yeah. I mean, they could have just FAQ'd it to say that they can't join non-sisters units, and that was it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay in some points, because you could join other characters to the unit that have fearless. Like the um the the top custody guy or the top sisters of silence girl, uh, mm. both have fearless. So if you join them as well, it overrides it. So you yeah. can still make one good squad. Oh, okay. Imperial fist squad sergeants at this point, basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's there's a workaround, but in general, I can't just spam a whole like three squads of them. Fair enough. Yeah. So then... what are yours, Craig? Uh, well, I'm just going to go from the Mechanicum book because there's two. And one is reasonable. The other one is I'm confused. Uh, so the one that's reasonable is the Armaga change, uh, which uh, they're now affected by... Armagas are now affected by a Haywire. But does they Armagas or things with the mechanized rule? No, sorry, with the mechanized subunit type. Do Armagas have the mechanized subtype? I have no idea. I've never run one. So <laughs> I would have to uh, check that. Was I, yeah, I, I think we, I need to double check and see if that was one of the um, the rules that the demon engines had as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, keywords, keywords are great. 
but like they they do require a lot of unpacking on our end. Um, I still want to. A lot of the problem is also how they write, like how they keyword stuff, and they'll create a new unit and give it a a slightly different uh, keyword or subtype, so that it's a whole new thing. So. Armagers are unit type Armager, Skirmish, and Line. Well, I don't know why it mentions Armager. Um, Does it specify that Armager... No, it says, uh, page 90, Armager unit type. Add the following point to this unit type. A model with the mechanized unit subtype. Okay, so they meant to write units with the Armager type. Yeah, I have a feeling it's a typo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the intention being to make Armagers no longer immune to everything, yeah. which is a good change, I guess. Like, because I, I don't run them, so I don't actually know how bad that would be. But I imagine it wouldn't be fun to play against. I uh, I have the plan to do that. So yeah, like that that directly impacts on me. I didn't even know that they didn't take it though before. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because none of the like the anti tank stuff mentions Armagers. It's like, yeah. oh, you get a bonus if you're targeting a Dreadnought or a vehicle or something, but Armagers aren't any of those things. Yeah. So a lot of the weapons just didn't do their thing against them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think the like the intention of this change is instead they worded it weirdly instead of just saying uh, instead of just going Armager like uh, listing the Armager types and just saying they now have the Dreadnought subtype. Yeah, uh, Armagers still get wrecked by crack rockets. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so that's the one that I think is okay. Like, it's worded poorly and probably needs another FAQ to fix. But yep. whatever. Unless they did update it. I know they updated a couple of the PDFs not long after they dropped them for wording. Um, nice. I hate that. Like, on a positive note, that's really fucking good. Like, like if they'd been like, hey, we released it and then wait until the Christmas 2024 before... Yo, you get more updates, and then they just fix the rules they fucked up last year in twenty, like next year. Like if we gotta wait yeah. twelve months, but like if that's just a couple of days, that's real good. Yeah, I, it was. A, I believe it was a sneaky release too. Like it wasn't actually noted, and the revision of the PDF is still the same version. Oh well. So, uh, and then I... the other one is the uh, can a unit with a Paragon unit subtype make reactions? And the answer being no. Um, I think that's like the main reason you want to have something with Paragon. Oh, but it's, uh, it literally means that yeah, you can't make your Paragon things do reactions at all, even with the techno magic. Well, that's my understanding. Is the way it, it's written, it's can a unit with a Paragon subtype make reactions? And uh, the answer to being no. Uh, to set like that sounds like it's a blanket. No, they can't. You'd have to check the techno magic to see if it says like things that can't usually make reactions can now make reactions because that would override that rule I saying they can't make reactions. I don't think it lets it. Because uh, there was a there was one of the powers that let them make reactions. Yes, I guess that'd be how it worded uh, it. Let's see. I never learned. Um, like I, I have a I have a comp science degree, not like a comp magic degree. Yeah, there is a difference. Uh, I don't actually know the name of the uh, thing. Why isn't it showing me the wizard powers? Yeah, so there's um, the Cybernetica Exhortus 
uh, ability. One of the effects it can give is until the start of the controlling player's next turn as the active player, the unit may ignore the restriction against making reactions imposed by the automatus unit type. So does the paragon, if it if if it's a paragon, uh, mm. like what is the wording on that? Does it gain the unit type paragon or is it like, what's, what's the deal there? Uh, I believe it can, uh, let me just check. Like what makes it a paragon? I believe it's a, a uh, changes to paragon. Okay. Uh, let me. Where is that even in the book? Uh, I'm looking at it in Battlescribe right now. Yeah. Because it's quicker to find than. Uh, uh, models upgraded with. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, so, Paragon of Metal uh, it must have the auto automata cybernetic unit type before the upgrade is applied. Uh, this rule confers the Paragon subtype, which replaces the Cybernetica unit subtype. Right. So it replaces the Cybernetica. Does it replace the Automata type? No, it looks like it just replaces the Automata subtype. The Automata or Cybernetica? Uh, sorry, the Cybernetica one. So it doesn't. it's not retarded because it doesn't have the... Um, the subtype. The make it stupid. Yeah, so it would still have the automata subtype. Yeah. And then if you cast that power, it would let it make reactions, I assume? Yeah, I guess, I guess it just means you have to make it make reactions now. Yeah, well, I assume that was how it always was. Uh, I believe they could just react normally because they don't have um, the cybernetica subtype thing which stops them from... Doesn't automata stop that, though? Pretty sure it's the cybernetica subtype thing that does that. I guess we'd have to worry about this if anyone played Mechanicum. Luckily, we don't. Yeah, no, like I play Mechanicum, but like I refer yeah. to my, my, my I refer to my cheat sheets way too much, and yeah, instead of like remembering the rules like a regular person. I I will commit to doing a demon engine army in twenty twenty four. Um, I think you're already on that path, and you have much better looking demon engines planned than I will. But um, yeah, I treadnoughts with a three up armor save, slaughter brute. What are they? Blood slaughterers. Their uh, weapons are AP three. It's not like their weapon skill six, which is better than a dreadnought. Uh, it's the it's the automata uh, subtype that stops them making reactions. Right. So yeah. Needs the cyber magic. Yep, needs the cyber magic. Okay. Uh, that you actually had to have it, I guess. Yeah, you still would have needed it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move to the core of the episode. Uh, I'm going to talk about Legion Imperialis, and you're going to listen to me do that. Uh, I, I thought I was going to ask dumb questions. Well, please do, as much as you can. Right. Uh, I might even have some answers. Because uh, we've all looked at the rulebook, at least a tiny bit, I assume. James is shaking his head uh, aggressively. Um, well, I have not. I, I, okay. Dude, I, like, it's my last day for the year tomorrow, and then I can start reading stuff. Um, yeah. Right. I played a game today uh, using my 2,000-point uh, game. My main detachment was um, Soul Auxilia Armored Company. 
and I had some allied uh, Iron Warriors with me. Uh, my friend was playing uh, Night Lords, and he had two formations of demi companies, so just Space Marines with some vehicles and stuff, mostly infantry. And he had two allied uh, detachments of uh, one Warhound each, so he had two Warhounds, his Ordax stuff. Uh, so yeah, we versed each other. Uh, he won crushingly. Uh, but I'll go over some details as I go through the basics of the game. Uh, so I'm going to tell you, listener, and you two, uh, the basics of the game and if it's good or not. Um, spoiler, I don't know. But uh, is it... How, well, do you, how do you not know? I think it's going to take like another 10 games before I know if the game is good. Okay. okay. I did I enjoy the game I played more than I thought I would. Um, it's not as good as Epic Armageddon, but no games are. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Um, so I'm happy with that. So because I I found like yo before we move on, I found like with uh, Drop Fleet Commander, sorry Cam, um, I I found that it was immediately like as soon as I was like oh I'm gonna roll burn through lasers. Fuck yeah, this is the game. This is the game that fucking knows what it's about. It's like, I'm going to put a laser on you, and I'm going to burn all the way through your hull, and it's going to come and out the other fucking side, yeah. you're gonna and I'm going to cut you. You're going to roll for the continuous burning as it goes through. You're not going to roll one dice. You're going to roll a series of dice. It's And, and obviously, like it, it's it's like using a Moritat, uh, but every ship in your army can, have a, can be a Moritat. And you can just be like, hey, look, yep. hit, dickhead. Burn, 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 burn. Watch me roll a burn. bunch of these dice until I fail the roll. Spoiler, I'm not going to roll. I'm not going to fail any of the rolls, and your ship's going to explode. I mean, I, I did not have that experience, but, like, yo, no, it yeah. felt good doing the first few. I feel like, can you even take burn through lasers on the alien guys you have? Yeah, they get a couple. Um, okay. I get them on my ships, on the, the, um, the post-humans. Yeah. Um the the human guys have the the UCM have like the biggest ones. Yeah, they've just got them everywhere. Yeah. It's like what if we built a whole ship around it? Yeah, one of them has like a dorsal one or t- a, a twin like a twin dorsal one. Yeah. Hell I get yeah, little I, I get little frigates which are just a frigate built around a small burn through laser, but you get a whole pack of them. I like that's that. Yeah. I yeah, that's that's like my like if you ever fight like the my fleet, like the James fleet in space, it's probably going to be that and and carriers, and like that's it. And and the carriers are just going to be like dropping space marines on you. They're not going to be yeah. launching fighters or bombers, just space marines, burn through lasers. Yep. Okay. Uh, Legions Imperialis. Uh, a brief overview of uh, the phases of the game. Uh, so you can uh, you can go from there. Uh, you, with your understanding, uh, you got the uh, so well. It's played on a four by five board most of the time, which is a bit weird. Um, when we play like big normal three thousand point games, I think you could easily play on a six by four with no problem uh, and modify the deployments easy enough. I don't think it's going to be like an issue. Um, we played a two thousand point game on a five by four. It was fine. Fe- felt like there was enough room. No no issues. I think uh, the table size change is like GW doing that thing where they're trying to make tables a bit smaller so you don't need huge amounts of space. 
Yeah, I just wish they took into account that everyone makes six by four gaming mats. Yeah, that's a fair call. Instead yeah. of their weird sizes they go for. Everything's a four by four or a six by four. Yeah. You no, know, like legitimately, there was something in in the UK. Um, like, so they like GW was shipping. Um, Ah oh, fuck! I'm I'm doing this bit really badly, but um, the honest wargamer was was talking about this, and it was like they were just doing it because they had to have a footprint in that market, and then it kind of drove the direction of where the table sizes were going. People being like, "Oh yeah, this," and it's like, "Fuck off!" Now everybody has to do, like redo all their mats if we're going to switch to that size. Just like fuck yeah. off. That's a horrible thing to do, dickheads. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of different phases in the game. Uh, first, you got the orders phase, where you put down an order counter face down next to each of your detachments. Uh, for reference, you have formations and detachments and bases in this game. Uh, bases are like each of individual base of dudes. Uh, those dudes make up detachments, which is like a squad, which would be like six Lehman Russes or four Space Marine bases or something. They're like the squads you assign orders to individually and move around. And then a bunch of them go into like a force organization chart, and that's your formation. And you need one formation per 1,500 points. Uh, you can go more than that, but generally it's um, more isn't better for that. I'll go into why later on. Uh, but yeah, uh, terminology is formations are the big force organization charts. Detachments are like the squads of dudes. Uh, so you go order phase, you put an order down, face down, uh, secret hidden next to each detachment. Everyone does that for uh, all their dudes you and the enemy uh then once you put them all down you just flip them over so everyone can see what is there it's just so you can't like counter plan as you see what everyone else is doing okay that makes sense yeah and you flip them over you can see what everyone's doing um i kind of would have liked it to stay hidden um until you like activated the dudes but like other way you like the fun. surprise yeah it uh, it worked that way in the latest apocalypse system, which had face down orders. I which is very well, similar if, to this. Honestly, if you could trust if you could trust forty k players, absolutely. I don't think you can trust them. They'd be like swapping them in and out and stuff. Yeah. Like they'd be doing like weird sticky the, palm tricks and stuff. You know. That's why the markers go on the table, though. So yeah. Um. So they give you two sheets of like little punch out cardboard markers like order tokens in the box set they're thin flimsy cardboard like cardstock which is not great one of the sheets has like orders on one side blank face on the other so you can't tell they're like hidden face down the other sheet has the orders printed on both sides of the marker uh this is a mistake i assume there's no reason to have those um, everyone I've talked to has had the same thing in their box, so yeah, I, I don't know. So one one of the sh the two sheets is completely yeah. unfucking usable. Yeah, just chuck it out. Fuck like, I'm me. Gonna, I'm just going to print out better markers because I don't think these cardboard ones will last longer than a month. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, you, could, small you thing. could easily spray paint the back of it. Oh yeah, you could do you could do a bunch of stuff, but you shouldn't have to. I know. I was. I'm going to go clear or. MDF and fly, but I can not some. Yeah. Uh, people were saying, oh, they're the same symbols on the order dice as the Titanicus dice or the Battlefleet Gothic dice. So, oh, we'll just put them on the table to represent the orders. 
but how are you going to put them face down? Because then the icon on the other side of the dice is going to be showing and you can figure it out. It's like, yeah. like, those people are dumb. And then they're like, oh, we'll make a, like a little cup thing that goes over the dice. Like, what, you're going to make no. one for each dice? No, that's stupid. That's even worse. Just print some counters. Yeah. It's just yeah. people wanting to be able to reuse all the Titanicus stuff that they're never going to use again. Yeah, the Titanicus dice is uh, not usable in this game. Uh, so yeah, that's the orders phase. You put down the orders and then you flip them over. Uh, I'll go over what the orders are in a bit. Uh, then the, the longest phase, the initiative phase. Uh, you just roll off to see who has the initiative. Uh, luckily, they took a design from uh, Epic Armageddon, which is if you roll a draw, whoever did not have initiative last turn gets it this turn, which is just nice. Oh, okay, that's that's not a little bad. gimme. I think AOS does it the other way. But they just gives it to the same person. Yeah, and it it it's pretty good. Like it it means there's less chance of getting double turned. Like yeah. where you activate first with your entire army, and then that is um, that's the number one reason wait. why I don't play Sigma. Like I don't mind a lot of the models, but I hate the idea of the double turn in the game. Ever since it was introduced, like to a distance ago, whatever it is, I can't stand it at all. It, I know the game's built around it, and you can like take it into account or something, but I don't think you should have to randomize that. It, what was worse was that you could influence it with certain armies, and like people were like, "You can't be doing that, son," because like um, Archaon could actually interfere with that, and I, it was real, it was real, like, "Hey, I'm, I, I know I'm not going to get two turns, or hey, I'm fairly certain I'm going to get two turns in a row now. I'm just going to go fucking wreck you," and you could do that. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I know a lot of people do like it. I'm not one of them. I I'm actually out of that system for the, the the game itself and the rules, not not for that one particular thing. Yeah. I like I I don't mind that. Um, I yeah, been to a, a couple of tournaments for that. Been been to the biggest tournament in the world at the time for AOS, and I it's it's not a competitive game. Like for for me, it's it's a it's a fun game that got out of hand. Yeah, it, it's a GW game. It's not a competitive game. A lot of people play it like one though. That's because they're stupid. Uh, so the um, the orders you can give, uh, there's only a couple. There's first fire orders, which um, you can't move in the movement phase, uh, but when it comes to combat, you shoot before everyone else, which is quite handy. Uh, there's advance orders. You get to move uh, as normal during the movement phase, just up to your normal movement allowance, uh, but you shoot after everyone. Uh, there's march orders where you don't shoot, but you can move up to twice your normal movement. Or if you're entirely dismounted infantry, you can move up to three times your movement. Uh, this is handy because infantry only have a move of five inches. Uh, so you can move 15, but you can't yeah, shoot. Can't shoot. Uh, but if you're in a transport moving double, that is still quicker than infantry moving triple. Because a rhino moves nine inches, so if you go at the double, that's 18 inches compared to the 15 of infantry. So it still helps. Yep. Uh, plus, um, uh, like, say you had some tactical marines and a rhino in some rhinos, the tactical detachment of, say, four guys is one detachment. The rhino detachment of the two rhinos carrying them is a separate detachment. So you give an order to each one. You could give a march order to the rhinos and a whatever order to the marines. 
you do the rhinos first, you move them up the 18 inches, and you can pop out the infantry at any point during that move if you want to. So you can pop the infantry out after you move up the 18, and then the opponent has a go, and then it moves back to you, and then you can do the infantry again, including like marching them again. So you can still move quite a distance with uh, uh, with transports. Yeah, so transports are obviously the option that you want to do. Are they still free for Marines? Not free, but cheap. Uh, Rhinos were probably the best unit in the game during the game I played today. I'll explain why. But they were so handy and so cheap, um, and there was a lot of them on the board. Because Rhinos don't count as part of the detachment that they're part of, are they? Uh, they're their own detachment, yeah. So yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, they, like I, I'm used to thinking like in heresy, where it's like you attach the rhino to this squad. Yeah, you can just move them away and like go transport someone else if you want. Yeah, or just get oh, in people's face or charge people with a rhino or just sit around and copy bolt people from the top. You, so you, you, you're, you're effectively what you're saying is you're down with OPT. So like, yeah. Uh, Legion's Imperialis is like other people's transports is okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Just borrow right. the borrow the, the friends transport. Ooh. Uh yeah. So that's uh that's marching. Uh, you got charge orders, where you can move up to twice and end within base contact of the enemy. Usually you can't go within one inch, uh, one inch of an enemy. You can if you charge. Um, then in the combat phase, you do your close combat. Um, and then there's fallback orders, which you can't issue to your guys normally that's just if you fail my brow check you get put on fallback orders and you lose whatever orders you have so there's only really four orders you can do um so yeah you go the order phase you roll for initiative and then it goes to the movement phase um it's alternating activations um going detachment by detachment which is good uh obviously in the movement phase you're not going to be moving anyone with the first fire orders they have to stay still but you can uh, do people with the advance order, you move once, march order, you move two or three times, or charge order, you can go up and run into someone's face. Um, like Titanicus, uh, models have a scale, or like how big they are. Like infantry are scale one, most vehicles are scale two, super heavies are scale three, warhound titans are five, or whatever. Uh, if you run up and get into base contact with someone who is equal to or smaller than you, uh, they are like locked in base contact with you because you're you're bigger than them. They have to do what you say. You're a big bully. Um, if... Okay, H hold up. No, so so from from this understanding, I am I am a hundred space marines in a squad because I I'm not I don't yep. know what the index of studies is yet. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly you are a one rhino. round. Oh God, really? A rhino is worse. Ah, so okay. So so one rider rolls up one. and it's like, "Hey, you guys can't run away. You've got to. You can't dive out of the way of this rider. You just got to take it. Like the rider's going to try and run over a guy every turn." Yeah, so something. it's going to run up and get in base contact with one stand of marines. The others cannot move away. They can all they can move towards you and like get into base contact, but um, the others cannot move away. Uh, they can't leave like coherency with that one guy. I mean, that I one guy is just going to. Are there topless chicks driving the rhino? Like, what's going on? Like, why? Well, if why they is turn this, around and if they turn around sense. and try to walk away, the rhino's just going to run them down. Not if they walk in a like a wide, spaced out line. You just, uh, you know, but if those nerds. if those marines walk up and try to bully the rhino by getting into contact with the rhino, the rhino is a bigger scale than them. When it comes to the rhino's turn, the rhino can just drive off if it doesn't want to get in, stay in contact. 
what the fuck? And they don't get like a tax of opportunity like you would in D and D. Like but, that's fucked. Fuck the rhino man. That's horrible. No, no. Rhino, rhino god tier. But um, things that are bigger can shoot. Like if they're in base contact, things that are bigger can still shoot because they just shoot over the top of whatever they want. Um, but things outside of that combat can shoot at the bigger guy in base contact because they can be, they can be seen over the other guys. Like say those marines are touching the rhino, your marine buddies if they like they don't want their friends to be stuck in contact with the rhino, so they they just shoot the rhino. Uh, you get minus one to hit the rhino because you're like you're in base contact with the dudes, unless the dude is like two scale or more bigger. So if you had like a warhand in contact with those uh, marines, that's like scale five compared to one. The the titan can still obviously fire. It doesn't care about marines being near its feet, but you can fire at that titan with no modifiers or anything, just normally, even though it's in base contact. So there's your answer. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the movement phase. Um, it is things move around the board pretty quickly. Um, I was we were all up in the middle of the board on turn one. Um, there was a nice big building in the middle of the board. Uh, we were playing a scenario. I think it was like season hold or something. There were six objectives on the board, like evenly spaced out in kind of like a the dots on the number six on a dice, like two in each deployment zone and two in the middle of the board, kind of like spread out evenly. Uh, the ones like in the middle of the board are mo worth more than the ones in your deployment, uh, deployment zone. The ones in the enemy deployment zone are worth more. And a lot of the missions you score turn by turn for holding objectives. Um, so killing the enemy, not as important as like going and grabbing the objectives. Uh, it's actually pretty important. That sort of makes sense from the standpoint that it's more of a strategic level game yeah and it's scored turn by turn not at the end of the game so you need to go out and like do stuff uh so i oh, ran yeah. out and just garrisoned the building in the middle of the board with a whole bunch of inventory um because garrisoning is cool in this game there's like normal area terrain like ruins or forests or whatever and you can't see through those you can see into them and people inside them can see other people inside them but you can't see through them which is nice uh, but build intact buildings are a separate thing which you garrison with, with infantry. And uh, each uh, building, depending on what type it is, can hold a certain number of detachments. It doesn't matter how many people are in the detachments, it's just a number of detachments. So I ran up and stuck uh, four bases of Terminators and four bases of Missile Launcher Marines in the middle building. Um, just on the first turn, just like ran the Rhinos up and like got out and just hopped right in uh, before um, my friend knew what, what I was doing. Oh no! Yeah, that sounds in rude. Infantry are very hard to get out of buildings once they get in there. You have to like slowly shoot them out, or like go in and get them, um, or blow the building up, which is oh. something you can do. It's it's not easy. Certain weapons can't even hurt buildings because you just can't do enough damage. But the ones that can hurt them are generally decent at it. So it's it's not battle tech. It's not difficult because you have got to look at sixty five tables. It's difficult no. because most just of like, us can't. Yeah, you can't do it unless your weapon has the demolisher trait. Right. Uh, okay. Like, okay. Which is like demolisher cannons or big weapons and stuff. So anything yeah. that would be like a big blast, like a blast five or something. Yeah, we'll generally it. we'll generally have demolisher. Okay. Like a lot yeah, of I mean, big grab weapons and stuff. I, I still reckon you can you can probably level a building with um like twin linked assault cannons or something. I still think you should just be able Give to go, okay, look, I'm just gonna brrr, I'm just gonna shoot out the entire building like I'm Vash the Stampede. 
being shot at by miscreants in the desert. By the, all the bounty hunters? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I, I was I, I don't know why I said miscreants. I, I knew the word bounty hunters before this episode. I, I can't remember the name of the, the gang that's after him. There's several gangs with the main one. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the movement phase. Uh, then you got the combat phase, which is... Um, first up is people shooting that had the first fire order. So you just get to shoot first, which is handy. Um, it makes sense. Yeah, just weapons have a like two-hit value. You roll that value on the whatever, how many dice they shoot with. Uh, if you get that number, you score a hit. The enemy makes a save. If not, they're dead. There's no like to hit, then to wound, then so on. It's just two rolls. Um, weapons have a like an AP value that you minus from the save, not a um, not like just a AP value from 30k. Like, oh, so like, like Warhammer cool. Fantasy style. Yes. All of this is stuff that makes perfect sense because it's a strategic level game, not yeah. a skirmish game. Yeah. A lot of the lighter weapons, like bolt guns and small arms, have the light rule, which means they just can't hurt vehicles at all. Um, there's light anti-tank trait, which is like auto cannons and stuff, where they can hurt vehicles, but they're not great at it, which means uh, usually, usually they will have an AP value, like auto cannons have minus one to your save. If it has a light anti-tank rule, it can still hurt vehicles, but you don't get any AP against vehicles. Like, they still get their full save. So it okay. can do something, but it's not going to be as good as a normal weapon. And then there's the anti-tank trait, which uh, normal rules against vehicles, you just you get the normal AP. Uh, but you can fire them against infantry, but you don't get the AP value against the infantry because they're just not great at picking out a whole squad of dudes. Okay. Like lads cannons. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And then there's some weapons that don't have any of those three traits, so they can just shoot normally at any, uh, like any target, like um, uh, like a turbo okay. laser or a multi laser or some things like that, which are like not really better at any one thing. So yeah, uh, although they're like enough. the light, the light anti tank, and the anti tank trait are all negative traits. They're all giving you a restriction on what you can and can't shoot at. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, just about I... every weapon has one of those. So, so then, like, okay, so Marines can't shoot, like, or, or guys with bolt guns can't shoot vehicles yep. to death. Yep. Like, you just yep. can't hurt them. Can you still, like, so if you, does that mean that, like, the, the, because I, I, and like, I, look, I only played the one game with you with Epic, and I, I, I did enjoy it, but I don't remember so much with the rules. You have, like, the melee option, you have then, like, the firefight rule. Yeah, like those, and there's two different types of combat. Yeah. Like one is base to base, one is like, hey, you're yeah, shooting you had, from a distance. Yeah, the firefight and the close combat role. Um, Marines with their bolt guns in this can't hurt vehicles. They can definitely hurt them in close combat. Okay, so that's what I was I was going to ask yeah. is like, is there yeah. like a melee phase, and is it yes. the same so, thing? Or, okay. Uh, speaking of, so after everyone does their first fire, you do the shooting with them. Uh, next up is anyone in close combat does their close combat attacks. Um, so you try to, like, say you got four of your space marines versus four of the enemy space marines, and they're all conveniently lined up, like each base is touching one other enemy base. You pair off the bases as evenly as possible. Uh, so in this case, it would be like four lots of one-on-ones. Um, it's not going to work out a lot of that time. It's going to, there's going to be like a couple two-on-ones, or you're going to have to split them off to like pair them off. There's a little bit of ruling on how to do that. And I thought it was going to be super complicated, but it was actually in practice very easy. 
we had a combat that was, I think, three of my detachments and three of his all like intermingled, touching each other. And as long as there's like a daisy chain of detachments, they all count as one combat. So that was one combat with six different detachments. What I thought that was fuck? gonna, yeah, I thought that was gonna be a huge pain in the ass. It wasn't. It was super easy because you just you just pair the units off with the things they're touching, and then uh, oh, their okay. their individual fights. Once you pair them off, then you just take like you go through them and do one on one each time. So how you do that uh, a close combat fight is say you've just got one on one one base of marine versus one base of marine. Every unit in the game has a close assault factor or CAF, which represents how good they are in combat. Uh, I think like normal auxilia have none. Um, a tactical marine has two. Assault marine has three. Terminator has four. Stuff like that. Uh, like okay. a rhino has zero or one or something. I'm gonna be uh, mad if if rhinos are just like slaying marines and melee, just like just canvas car steel style. I mean, yeah, like they're not gonna usually. So you take that that calf value or the close assault factor. Uh, you just take that as a flat bonus, and then you both roll two d six. Uh, add the 2d6 together and add your close assault factor. Uh, whoever loses takes a wound. No saves. Just You take a wound. And since nearly everything in the game has one wound, you die. So it's just a straight one roll-off with two dice plus your close assault factor. Um, and it's very easy to work out. There's a couple of bonuses that might give you additional dice or something like that. But yeah, super easy. Uh, it's fun when you have like a, like a two-on-one situation. Say you've got two marines versus one marine. You roll, you pick, um, the person with the two marines picks one of the marines to start with, and you do that that one base of marines versus the enemy base of marines. Uh, say the enemy kills your one dude, but you still got the next base, you then pick your next guy, and you roll off again. Because he's the second guy, he gets plus one dice, so he's rolling 3d6 plus his close assault factor. If for some reason he got beaten and you had another guy, he would get plus two dice. And so on until I think the maximum dice you can roll is sixty-six plus close assault factor. So that's handy when you've got like a Warhound Titan versus a whole squad of ten bases of Marines. Like, sure, the the Warhound's probably going to stomp like the first three bases, but then because a Warhound has like a close assault factor of plus ten or something. Oh wow! Okay, so that's insane. Yeah, so he's probably get, he's rolling like plus ten plus two d six. So, and you're starting off with like a tactical Marine of 2d6 plus 2. So he's probably going to stomp the first few bases of Marines, but then after a while you're rolling 5 or 6d6 plus 2 versus his still 2d6 plus 10. You're going to start winning and you will eventually take down a Warhead or something big. Okay. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I, that, like, that feels very much like, um, have you played a lot of Risk? Only a tiny bit, but I know what you mean. It, it feels like playing brisk where like yo you if if you get lucky some dude in like kamchatka or like another place that doesn't really exist as a country can just be like hey i i held off like eight dudes and my little brother's mad right now so yeah. like it shouldn't happen like that that's unlikely it's like yeah, yeah. suck it nerd yeah send in his face take his lunch money yeah so i had as one of my detachments four bane blades in one squad it was very yep. fun pushing just a squad of four Bane Blades around. I thought they were like going to cruise around with big dick energy and just wipe the floor. Uh, what they did do is the first turn I advanced them up. They fired their long-range battle cannons and las cannons at the war enemy Warhound Titan. I rolled terribly, which I did the whole game, and took down uh, two of the enemy's void shields. 
Uh, I included like some other weapons like auto cannons in there, which have the light anti-tank rule. Uh, so their AP goes to zero against vehicles. Uh, weapons with AP of zero can't hurt void shields. So I roll all my weapons and like put down the ones that hit. So I'll be like, oh, I got two hits with the Bane Blade Cannon, three hits with the Auto Cannons, and two hits with the Laz Cannons. He gets to resolve his saves and allocate them in the order he wishes. So he goes, oh, I've still got Void Shields, so I'll allocate the Auto Cannons, which can't hurt my Void Shields, to me first. And they're wasted and so on. So that's why you what need... fuck? Yeah, this so is that's... horrible. No, that's why you need other squads acting on first fire. So they fire at the Titan first and take down the shields before the other people shoot. So the order in which things happen is actually pretty important. So you'd need uh, something like those Omega uh, destroyers, like those those yeah. um, the Sakarans. Yeah, or just like anything with some decent anti tank to take down the, yeah, the warships. You just want dedicated AT. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. So I, I rolled up with these four Bane Blades. Second turn, he just walks over and gets into close combat with my Bane Blades with the Warhound Titan. Just walks into close combat. He's a bigger scale than me. I can't leave close combat with my four bane blades. So I went, all right, I'll close combat you back and like counter charge with my three other three bane blades and just start ramming him in the shins with wait, four bane wait, blades. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry. At this, at, you just you just reveal at this point a second three blade like <laughs> three bane blades. No, it's, it's it's it was a squad of four. He went into combat with one of the bane blades. So the other oh, three in the sorry, squad. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Yeah, the other, I, the other three in the squad I thought you... joined in. I thought you were rocking seven main blades or like eight oh, yeah. main blades in a list. Might, I'm like, that's fucking epic. That's like, I yeah. might be at some point, but um, yeah. So I, I ran in the other main blades. He puts a wound on one. I put two wounds on him because I'm rolling like three D stuff, four or five D six plus. Uh, they're not great, close assault factor. But um, then the turn after that, because everyone's still alive in combat, because you do a wound to someone when you win the combat. He's got like five wounds on the warhound. Uh, next turn. I ram him in, the, the combat's still going, so I ram in two additional rhinos from the back of him. So what happens then is when it comes uh, turn to fight, I pick the rhinos as like the first two dudes to fight. They get stopped. Oh, no. But then they're when I get a random, extra dust. Yeah, then when it gets to the Bane Blades, they're starting with like 5d6. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really fun doing stuff like that. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's how you do the close combat attacks. Uh, after you do all them, um, the people who lose the fight need to take a morale check or start running away and so on. Uh, after that, you do the people who advanced get to do their shooting. Um, so obviously that happens later in the turn. It sucks if you were about to do that and you got charged and so on and the close combat happens before you get to do your shooting. Uh, so nice. I like that. Keep that in mind. Um, what you can do, if you're on a shooting order, uh, like the, the first fire or the advanced fire, you can do Overwatch. At any point during an opponent's movement, if they're moving in like line of sight and range of view, you can go, nah, stop right, stop right there. I'm gonna activate and shoot at you with a unit that was on first fire or advanced fire. Uh, and you just do what you're shooting. Uh, you get minus two to hit with all those weapons. A lot of weapons only hit on fours and fives, so you're uh, you always hit on natural six though. So a lot of the time you're just needing sixes to hit. Uh, but you give up the order that you were doing, so you can no longer fire later in the phase. So you're giving up the order to like fight effectively later on to get a now Overwatch. Uh, this can be handy if they charge you because you can shoot them on the way in to the charge. So it's pretty good. Is it though? Like hitting on a six kind of well, seems like... Say you had uh, four Predators with guns and you got charged by a squad of enemy Terminators. 
they're probably going to rinse you in the close combat phase before you go oh, to yeah. advance fire. So you may as well shoot them on the way in. Um, okay. If the thing is, is like, if you're going to be charged, you may as well just shoot them. Yeah. Um, fishing for sixes is better than not getting a turn. Yeah. Uh, some yeah. of the weapons have the point defense rule, like uh, heavy bolter sponsons or assault cannons and stuff, like the lighter stuff that is designed as like a defensive weapon. They okay. get to overwatch without the minus two. They uh, just fight away. And if you're shooting, um, defensive weapons can, or point defense weapons, can shoot at a different target. Uh, all the point defense weapons have to shoot at the same, like, secondary target. So if you okay. had predators with las cannons on top and heavy bolters and sponsors, you could fire the las cannons at vehicles and split the heavy bolters off to fire nearby other infantry or something. Okay, so, that's cool. Point defense weapons, usually smaller and less powerful, but actually pretty good utility. Um, and you can fire them during your movement phase. Like you can just, uh, before you move or after you move, you can fire your point defense weapons then. Uh, you can't fire them later in the turn as well, but you can fire other weapons. But yeah, you just you can fire them before even the first fire guys. Um, I, so, I like yeah. that. So yeah, it, I... it rewards you for taking some of the smaller weapons. Like why wouldn't I take Lascan and Sponsons? Well, I could take heavy bolters and have more utility. You just hose yeah. down a you hose down a missile launcher squad and then like yeah. drive around the back and like shoot his uh, predators in the butt. Yeah, there's some I, good stuff. Drive. I I don't know if the Sikaran Omega can can take that, but like just drive around with like a primary weapon that's just like hey I fuck tanks up, and then just, just drive around shooting bolt guns into the air on the sides as the sponsons. Yeah. Well, I it sucks that you can't shoot while moving. I but the... like that's just me shooting bullets into the air, right? The combi bolter on top of a rhino has the point defense rule. Nice. So you can you yeah, can like... provide overwatch to your tactical marines by having like nearby rhinos covering them, which is handy. Oh wow, nice. that's interesting. Like that's that's very thematic in a way that I like having a vehicle providing covering fire. Yeah. Too bad we don't have razorbacks, hey. To to stop you gaming it, you can only overwatch each enemy detachment once per activation. Like, if okay. the enemy moves a detachment, you couldn't overwatch with your whole army. It's only one okay. detachment. So, yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so that's the uh, three kinds of combat that happens in the combat phase. Your, your advanced fire, then the close combat fire, and then the the late boys advanced firing. Uh, yeah. After the combat phase, you've probably got a whole fucked up army. Uh, morale in this is pretty easy. Like, if you lose the close combat fight, you need to take a morale check for the detachment or fall back. Um if during any of the phases, usually the combat phase, uh, you take casualties equal to half or more of the current like model strength of the detachment. So say you had 10 bases of Marines, if you took five or more bases of casualties in a single phase, you need to make a morale check, which for Marines is usually a three up or Sol Auxilia is a four up, just single dice roll. Uh, otherwise, you lose your order and you start falling back. That's, that's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got your formation strength. Your formation is your overall force organization chart. You make a, a, a number of like how many models are in the formation. Uh, once you've lost half the number, your formation is considered broken. They still get to fight. They don't have to fall back, but they can only take advance and charge orders from now on. They can't take march or first fire. So you're limited in what they can do because they're demoralized. Um, okay. For the rest of the game, you can only do that. Um, Oh, wow. And there's no uh, way you can remoralize. 
Uh, no, there are some things you can do, like word bearers just ignore that. They can always just pick whatever they want because they don't care. Um, uh, Space Marine commanders, uh, they can give, uh, during their activation, they can change other nearby uh, detachments to different orders. Like they can just change other people's near nearby orders with different orders. Uh, in that way, you can give them uh, the orders that they couldn't usually have. Like, say you were broken and you could only have advance or charge, you could then use the commander to give yourself first fire or whatever. Uh, so that's pretty handy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's basics of morale. Uh, then you got the end phase. Uh, you fall back with anyone falling back in the end phase. You do other end phase stuff, like rolling to reignite void shields and stuff like that. Um, and then you do scoring. Um, and that's pretty much the phases of the turn. Um, there's a couple of things for terrain, like there's area terrain where infantry can move through it, vehicles can move through it, but go at half speed, or if it's dangerous, they take hits. Um, there's obstacles like defense lines, which give you like minus one to be shot at. There's reinforced obstacles like tank traps, just vehicles just can't move through it, which is handy. Because um, okay. a, a lot of DW games just miss tank traps. Like they don't really exist in the rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. uses tank traps, right? Yeah, walkers can, like, titans and knights can still just step over them, but tanks can't drive through them. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there's some slight rules for titans, like titans can split their weaponry. They can fire at different detachments. Um, and weapons, uh, titan weapons with multiple dice, like gatling blasters or big laser blasters and stuff, can even split their dice among different nearby detachments, so you can just hose down several dudes. That's cool. Are Titans bad for the game? Uh, not really. They're um, I'd say they're okay. I mean, I I managed to kill one of the Warhounds by ramming yeah. it in close combat, so it's not really indicative. I couldn't scratch them much with my shooting because I just didn't really have enough anti-tank shooting in my list, and he kept on mm -hmm. reigniting his void shields, and I was rolling badly as well. So, us Warhounds, even Warhounds have a two-up save. Oh wow! Uh, you still. You're modifying that, like even a las cannon is minus one, so you need threes. But um, yeah, I just wasn't doing enough damage to them. Yeah, fair enough. That's not good. So but, would um, an entire army of titans be too uh, too that, hard to kill? That would be a bit much, but yeah. they'd probably lose because uh, so to capture objectives, you need to be within three inches. Um, I think ninety percent of the missions, and there are twelve missions in the in the book, and just about all of them look pretty good. Um, ninety percent of the missions are all about capturing objectives. Yeah. Uh, to, to capture an objective, you need to be within three inches. And if there's no other nearby enemy, it's yours. You hold it, and you don't need to sit on it. Once you move away, it still stays yours, oh, which wow. is really nice. Um, if there are enemy nearby as well, it is considered contested, unless you have twice or more tactical strength than the enemy. Uh, okay. tactical, tactical strength is a thing, an important thing. Uh, it is determining how good you are at capturing objectives. Uh, each infantry stand has a tactical strength of five. Each vehicle has, uh, or walkers have three, tanks have two, uh, knights have one. Um, oh man, this is getting bad. Titans have zero. So titans, right. are, titans are very, very bad at capturing objectives. They can still capture objectives if there's no enemy nearby, but if there is like one base of infantry... The infantry hold it. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, you add up all your tactical strength of all your dudes within three inches. If you have twice or more than the opponent, you hold it regardless of even them having dudes there. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Warriors get plus one to their tactical strength of infantry and walkers uh, to neutral objectives, like objectives outside of deployment zone. For objectives in deployment zones, they get plus two. So oh wow, Iron Warriors good at holding their own objectives and taking your objectives from you. Yeah, what do Imperial Fists haven't? Uh, Imperial Fists fist have like re rolls to shoot with a lot of different kind of weapons, which is oh, pretty man. good. Yeah, that 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 seems really fearsome, but like it, it definitely it's doesn't good. feel like they understood what we did during the Heresy. Yeah, so I think a lot. I think when people start playing this game, they're going to realize that vehicles are quite powerful. They're hard to damage, and they're not squishy like infantry. And they're going to go heavy vehicles with a lot of anti tank to counter enemy uh, enemies' vehicles. And then after a few games, I think they're going to realize how good infantry are at distilling objectives. I, oh, cool! You have ten Lehman Russes holding an objective. That means you have like somehow you cram them all within three inches of an objective. Congrats! You've got twenty tactical strength. I fly in with four bases of infantry and I hold it instead. Um, so oh, I'm gonna well, and yeah. then beat them all in combat as well, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm gonna have an Iron Warriors Thunderhawk with just a whole bunch of tactical marines in there. Just fly them on turn one, capture the enemy's deployment zone objectives just out from under them. And <laughs> since a lot of the missions are scored turn by turn, I'm just like up on an immediate advantage for like the rest of the game. And they probably have to spend a turn or two just digging me off that objective. Yeah, like and by even, that time, they've already yeah, lost, right? Like, even harder if there's a building next to the objective, I can just hop in. So when you're garrisoning a building, enemies have minus... They can either shoot at you or the building. Um, some weapons just hit both, like aircraft bombs and so on. Um, yep. But if you're targeting the infantry inside a building, you have a negative two to hit. So that means just yep. most shooting targeting the infantry are hitting on sixes, and most buildings will give you a cover save of four up even if they hit you, so... Like, it's hard to get them out. Um, they also give you, like, a bonus to your close assault factor if you're trying to dig them out with close combat, with, like, a plus two or three. Makes them, like, defending the building harder. Or de- oh, rather, defending it uh, easier. Uh, finally, yep. uh, units with jump packs get uh, plus one or two to their close, uh, close assault when uh, charging garrison units in a building. Because I guess they can, like, jump in through the windows and come get you rather than going in through the door. Yeah, okay. Maybe they just load it down with like buckets of grenades. Yeah, or maybe they come in through the roof or something. Who knows? But they get a bonus. Uh, but yeah, uh, garrisoning dudes inside of buildings is very fun. Uh, we didn't blow up any buildings, unfortunately. Titans have a rule where they can just body check buildings in the combat phase. They can just like kick it and like do serious damage to buildings. How many tables? Uh, one. What the fuck? Like. Figure it out, Mech Warrior. It's oh, just, it. uh, what scale of Titan are you? You do this amount of damage to the, the building. Oh, man. Yeah. The building fall down. Make an armor save for like everyone inside. If, you're, if you are a Titan that is a larger size than the building, like if, if the building's like, hey, I'm a scale 3 or whatever it is, and you're a scale 5 Titan, you should be able just to like tip it over. like Just push from the top. Whole thing just goes. Pink. It's it's pretty close. Uh, once you get the bigger titans, they um, do not need to roll very high to destroy even a medium sized building. Excellent. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Uh, so can the, we? The, yeah. 
No, no, you, you get to the end and I'll ask my dumb questions. Yeah, so the, the actual, like, the basic game system is pretty easy. Uh, there's a lot of weapon traits and special, like, universal rules. Uh, most of them are pretty straightforward. You've got your deep strike, you got your airplanes coming on from reserve, um, drop pods and stuff like that. Uh, deep striking is pretty fun. You just, like, because uh, terminators have deep strike natively, so you just pop down. Uh, you don't need to roll for reserves, they just come in. Uh, airplanes and drop pods can start from turn one, everything else has to wait to at least turn two. Uh, I think all the games go for five turns, a set five turns. Okay. Yeah, That's pretty, pretty good. Simple. Yeah, pretty simple. Okay. So is this like is is this is this the game we're gonna play next year? Uh, this is good. A, a lot of. I think it's gonna take off a little bit. Um, okay. I don't think it'll be everyone, anyone's like primary game system. Okay, fair enough. Fair Except time. yours, obviously. Uh, well, that I play with you guys, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Is that the so. only way you're going to be taking challenges in next year? Uh, well, no. It's up to the challenger to decide the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but right. um, I'm hoping that they bring out the expansion books quickly. Because right now, a lot of units are missing from the game. Oh, like, no. There's no land raiders in the game. There's no Spartans. There's no Basilisks. Um, that's all I've got. Like, did they look at the list of shit that I... Like, I know that there's, they've got Sicker and Omegas, breaches. but they're fucking sideways. There's no breaches. Fuck you. Fuck oh, them. Yeah. Those uh, bastards. I feel like it's deliberate in that they've released the book with, like, the sort of core-ish type units that they think people are going to want to be using all the time. I think it was the normal GW thing of them only writing rules for the models they had so people couldn't like print out models and use them. Also that. Yeah. I I mean, they probably had rules for all of the models and they've obviously had the designs for them because, you know, we know about them. Yeah. We know uh, there's jetpacks. We know that there's land raiders. We've seen models for them. So I think all the models that have been shown will be in the first book. Yeah. I I have, that's, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's like, the the idea was drop the core box and the stuff they have now and we'd be getting uh in was it october and yeah. then they then they would drop the other one either now ish or in january yeah so um gives people time to get all their stuff assembled and painted and dreamed and made and ready I... for a whole bunch of new shit I think it's more malicious than what you guys are saying about them um, not making models for or not making rules for models that they don't have or like they're not releasing at that current time. Um, I I think it's worse. I think they are literally spreading out releases to pad out books because they are really trying to sell books more than anything else, right? Possibly also like, that. Like the the books books cost them a little bit, but they don't cost them as much as like the the models would. I I think to at least prototype and and get out. Um, yeah, he says all... knowing nothing about either of the two fucking processes. Like like let's I mean, be real here. What's the profit but, um, margin on books though? Like assuming I mean, each person buys a they book, literally they're on trees. Right? Yeah, assuming everyone buys one copy of like say a bunch of people get into Imperialis. And everyone buys one copy of each book they release. So GW get that amount of profit for that amount of players times that amount of books. Is that more than a standard amount of models each player is going to buy? 
Well, they're going to buy the models as well anyway, right? Yeah. So what are they making? What are they making more money on? So, but you're, but you're getting a sustained, like sustained profit over quarters versus hey, here's like we release all of this stuff and then we don't have anything for quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, and our investors are, I. I don't even want to go down this route. Like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I don't even remember how to buy stuff anymore from GW. Like, no, I, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's 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 all investor driven crap, and that's why everything's moving to quarterly release schedules. Yeah, book, book, everyone gets a book four times a year for every system. Yeah, I mean, and it's, that's it's less than ideal, but it is what it is. Uh, and it wouldn't I, be such an issue if we knew that there was going to be books every quarter. I think. I and... I honestly I think I think smaller, more frequent releases is better. But if they're charging us seventy dollars or ninety dollars for a fucking book every every three months, and it's it's thirty five dollars worth of fucking book, or maybe it's twenty dollars worth of book, or maybe it could have been a magazine. I think um, that's the main problem. I don't care how many books they want to spread it out over. I don't want to pay eighty plus dollars for a book. That's too much for a book. It, especially yeah. if it only says like, "Hey, in this book, you also get the ability to use breaches, the ability to use jet bikes, and that's it." Well, you know, like, that, what, how many mistakes are in the book? I don't want to All pay that much for a book that is wrong. That needs constant errata. Yeah, that's that. That is a downside to it. Let me pay eighty dollars for a book that you have a hundred percent checked. That but does not need a wrapper. But that's that's the thing, right? Like the they are not that they're, they're a di- like they're living on this dinosaur model of like printed media, right? Like you, a lot of gamers still want that. I'd probably say like eighty or ninety percent. No, I think that's a that's a weird thing to want. A lot of thing is, is I think what they could do would be keep the books as they are, but release them more as like fluff and like pictures and stuff, like collector type shit, and then just do have two versions of the rule book: one with only well, rules and one with and everything. I, yeah, well, uh, like uh, I don't know if you've read the Infinity book. I looked at the Infinity rule books. I stopped playing in second edition. But the the N three and N four books, you get the fluff book and the rule book. Uh, then... you got that with eighth edition forty k or seventh edition forty k? Was it where they released three books? It was like you had the the fluff bit in one book, the rules in another book, and like artwork and stuff in a third book. Yeah, so it's it was like, like it came it, in a set. Yeah, they, it comes as you, you buy it as a slipcase with the whole with both books yeah. in it. Yeah, the forty k and... one. Oh, this is the Infinity one. Oh, the forty so, K one did the same. Uh, so you yeah, you get the 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 printed copy that you can use as a reference. Seventh edition, uh, that was that's what it was. You've also got the the book for the all the artwork if that's what you're into. And because the rules are free online, you don't even have to buy the book in the first place if you don't want to. Yeah, seventh edition yeah. had the same thing, so you could just take just the rules to games and not have to carry around a huge rule book. Oh yeah, and that's the other thing because you're splitting yeah. the the stuff out of it. The books yeah. like an exercise book size, not a weighty tome. Yeah, uh, I know. I prefer to look at a book while playing games, but when I'm at home and just want to like look something up, I'll do it on my computer. 
that's the wrong way around. Like when, when you're at home and you've got as much free time, you can be a dickhead and be like, look, I have to use a manual index. I have to go to the back of the book and then go to the front of the book and I have to page through until I find page 136. Whereas like the, in a PDF, you're like, boom, boom. Uh, you've, you've got a critical error there. Uh, when I'm at home, uh, there's a 99% chance that I'm sitting at my computer. Uh, if I wanted to go look at a physical book, I'd have to hop up. So you ran into like the number one error there. Do you, do you need a tablet for Christmas? Is that what you're asking for Sa from Santa? Well, no, because I'm at my computer at home. I can just click a button and read the PDF. No, at the game. You're supposed to do that at no, the game. So it's then I'd have to worry about I'd have to no, worry about the tablet's safety and battery level. Because then you get then you get the the whole feel good justification when you're pointing at the rule and book and you see it says right that is, here. That, that is the, the second most reason, yes. Where you and hold the book up to your opponent and like, look at this thing. Look at how you are wrong. And they Dono. Say, haven't read the you haven't read the latest errata. Well what it what was Dono wrong about this time? I don't know. Nothing uh, recently. Are you, are you are you stealing him as a nemesis and I'm 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 swapping out to somebody else? I would if he listened to this. Oh wow! I so that's his response right there. That's to yeah, not that's even good. listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. No, I'm right. I'm wrong about more things anyway. Okay, cool. It's um, a deliberate choice, right? I'm wrong in that I play 30k. Yes, we should. Yeah. we should be playing uh, drop 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 zone and drop fleet. Battle tech. Oh, fucking hell. And the, and the classic one as All well. Right. Instead, of, yeah. instead of getting into Battletech, you have to get into heavy gear with me. Apparently is that, is that like... I don't know if... Is that is. like heavy object? Uh, yeah, maybe. It's 15 mil. It's like, yeah, it's like a 15 mil American mech game. Oh, no. Kind of like, like the fluff. I only know the tiniest bit about it, but like the fluff is like... It's not the American Civil War, but it's it's pretty close. Like, not time-wise, there's, like, uh, Rebels and, like, the Union guys or something. Okay, so if... Because I have read a bunch of it. I, next look okay. I, uh, I, don't, so, I, don't, I don't want to let... I don't want to expose the listeners to this. Should, let, should we wrap the, this up? Like, I, the, the mechs have roller skates. Right. Some of them do, I think. Uh, this yeah. has been episode 32 of the Iron like, Cage podcast. The mechs have roller it's, skates. It's the, it's the American Civil War in space, and then the Brits come along and, like, fuck them back up. Next episode is the Heavy Gear episode. Okay, okay, next episode. Uh, no, next episode is, if we manage to get one in before the end of the year, it's going to be the awards show. Fuck it, we're doing that one. I, I need to it's give... It's going to be the Heavy Gear episode. I need to give the Demon's Book worst release of 2023. We're going to do an award show. Um, give us your ideas if you hear about that. Uh, if this episode comes out before we record, or like just if you have any ideas, just give us ideas and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. And you're wrong. Uh oh, Ben has posted a link. A I'm link not, to is, heavy gear. Oh fuck! All right. Okay, this has been episode thirty-two. I keep saying that. Peace out, guys. We're gonna go home and go to sleep. How the fuck do I quit this? And we button? are. There's a button there that says stop recording. Sing his song with grace But one day
Bottlefields afar 